Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 53124 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Records hopefully soon. Excuse me. There was a shooting outside of the White House, and seems to be very well under control. I'd like to thank the Secret Service for doing their uh, always quick and very effective work. I cannot make this. But there was an actual shoot. We simply cannot have any large gathering like we saw last weekend in our bars and restaurants. That's been you. Very prudent. That's you. We're talking to you. You remember that? That's both in Chicago and in Massachusetts. Get back inside. Uh, it's Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Um, very bizarre goings on at the White House with President Trump. So he's giving his presser, and then um, then he's got to go. Set new records. It's been up over 14 times. New record in Nasdaq, and uh, the S and P 500, and the Dow. Dow Jones are going to be. I mean, the way they're going, it looks like they're just about going to be topping records. Hopefully soon. Excuse me. What's happening? And then that's the Secret Service guy who whispered to him. And then Trump just uh, exits stage uh, right. There he went. It's a shorter version. If you can think, you can hear the secret, whatever the Secret Service guy says. Records, hopefully soon. Excuse me. So then a few minutes later, the president comes back to the um, press room and uh, lets him know there was a shooting. There was a shooting outside of the White House and seems to be very well under control. I'd like to thank the Secret Service for doing their uh, always quick and very effective work. But there was an actual shooting, and uh, somebody's been 
taken to the hospital. I don't know the condition of the person. It seems that the person was was shot by Secret Service. So we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, did you have something? So a, a reporter, I don't know who it was. <clears throat> Sorry. Reporter actually did uh, ask a good question. Outside of the premises, the wall, the uh, the as you know, the fencing, especially the new fencing that they put up, is uh, very powerful. Uh, but it was on the outside of the White House. Okay, and they'll have a full report. Secret Service in a little while will have a full report. Are you rattled by this at all, Mr. President? I don't know. Do I seem rattled? It's uh, unfortunate that this is a uh, world, but the world's always been a dangerous place. It's not something that's unique. Uh, the world has been, you look back over the uh, centuries, the world has been a dangerous place, very dangerous place, and uh, it will continue, I guess, for a period of time. Doesn't seem rattled to me. He's, I mean, he's a guy who's probably had death threats his entire adult life, and I'm sure people have gone after him before. And but it's got to be an odd feeling, somebody going into the White House to shoot you. It, it happens to every president. It's, people get shot in the grounds of the White House. I don't know at this point just happened what exactly the deal is. But, uh, yeah. Imagine he was. Imagine that he was shot and, and, and passed away. Can you imagine? I mean, obviously, you never want anybody shot at all. And I am not, I'm, uh, you know, it, you would never hope that on anybody, but just, just purely politically and culturally, I guess. What would it do to this country if he was shot? I think that there'd probably be about twenty percent people who would just be utterly pleased. You would have suddenly something that Donald Trump usually does not engender at all is suddenly you'd have empathy for Trump. Then, of course, you'd hear some of the stories. <laughs> you'd hear some of the stories of of um, of some of the uh, things that he did that was nice and uh, that were nice and considerate and uh, stories of kindness. It would be interesting. I mean, it would be terrible, obviously, but I'm just trying to think how incredibly quickly everything would, will have changed. Kind of like on 9-11 when the second plane hit. The world was normal. The world was normal. Second plane hit, world upside down. World, and for many people, it's never gone. It's never gone back. It would just be... I mean, I don't even know. I mean, we were so, we're so Our discourse is so terrible now that I don't, don't even know Twitter would probably be a terrible place, even more terrible. But uh, thankfully, we haven't had to deal with that in this country for a long time. A long time. I do remember some of the guys from the old Boston Herald, a, a, a documentary video in which they talked about when Kennedy was shot and being in the in the newsroom and then suddenly hearing the uh, teletype machines go... And then become a storm of stuff, you know, all the wires, all the AP wires and Reuters wires, and all that stuff, reporting on every every phase of the Kennedy assassination. The shots fired, the president hit, the president in the hospital, Connolly hit, the president uh, is dead, Connolly alive, a uh, shooter eventually captured, cop killed, uh, 
I mean, those three days, I could, what a mind bleep those three days must have been. By the way, this is the mind bleep. These days, too, this is a crazy time with the COVID st uh, stuff happening and the, the BLM stuff happening. Not just really the BLM stuff. We've had protests before, but the, the cultural unraveling. Trademark Commentary Magazine. It, so this is this is an extraordinary time too. There's no doubt about it. It's just, uh, but he is all right. President Trump is all right, and he's fine. Chicago is not fine, and Lori Lightfoot, the mayor, who is a little wacky, and sometimes I actually I like what she says, but this is somebody who, like many other mayors of liberal cities, who just a month and a half ago was celebrating. Black Lives Matter uh, protests as a great thing. Everybody get out there. Yay. We talked all about that last night, right? Everybody get out there. Yay. That's right. Get out there. Show yourself. Have a good time. Represent. That's right. Right on the sidewalk. You know, it was all sorts of, that was all great. And and uh, it, in protesting is a very positive uh, demonstration of uh, free speech in this country. There's no doubt about that. And police brutality. And we've been through this a billion times. Right. But unfortunately, a couple months ago, those protests, a lot of them turned to violence in Chicago. And last night, or Sunday night, I guess it was technically, it was just uh, hellacious. And hundreds of rioters went through Michigan Avenue as a result of a, of a police shooting where they shot somebody who shot at them first. I don't know if that guy's dead. I don't think he is. Um, there's been violence in Chicago really since for, well, obviously there are murders in Chicago all the time, but there have been... Uh, this other strain of violence in Chicago of looting and robberies. This has been happening since since the George Floyd protests, and it, there was it went large scale last night. It was just absolute chaos out there, and the Lori Lightfoot is now she wants results. She wants the people. So a lot of these people are people who have been essentially caught and released. She has had enough. These people, a lot of these rioters, destroyed big portions of Michigan Avenue. It, which is really a, the a kind of the marquee area of Chicago, which is a gorgeous city. It's got all the nice storefronts, the Movado, and you know um, Tesla has a storefront there, and it's beautiful. But these rioters just went there. A lot of them brought U-Hauls to carry stuff away, and it was just uh, chaos. And Mayor Lightfoot has had enough. No justification for criminal behavior ever. You have no right, no right to take and destroy the property of others. Our residents deserve to be safe. Our businesses deserve to understand and enjoy safety and security of their property and in their employees. And our police officers deserve to be able to do their job without having to worry about shots being fired, being uh, projectiles being thrown, and being maced. Yeah, damn right. And she goes further to say, "Hey, listen, this isn't. This is no more. You know, getting these guys right back on the streets or in refusing to prosecute them. This is not anywhere near acceptable. And I call upon our state's attorney and our courts to make sure that these individuals who are arrested and those to come are held accountable. Put your best people on this." We have made the case. We have the video. We have the officer testimony. These people need to be held accountable and not cycled through the system. And Damn right, Lori Lightfoot. 
Exactly. Put your best people on this. Crime in Massachusetts, I think, is up 13%. So, I mean, that's up. That's a significant rise in crime. But in places like Chicago, it spiked. In Philly, it spiked. And now this just wanton looting at night with these armies of people who came over and and just besieged Chicago. This is out of control. Judges that are holding these these cases, you need to step up and be responsible. We can't continue to allow this to happen. And as the superintendent said, for people to believe that there is no accountability through our criminal justice system. Yeah, and there hasn't been. Although she was just on the other side. At the same time, you know, you're talking about defunding the police. And you want huge criminal justice reform. We've got DAs all over the country, you know, letting people go and trying to get people out of prisons. And these are violent offenders. You're now putting, you're, you're rotting them or, 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 you know, you're launching them right back into communities where they're going to commit violence again and other acts of, uh, of hooliganism like we've seen. The gains that we have been able to make as a city through all these challenges the pandemic, the righteous uprising in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. Righteous uprising. I don't know. I don't know if that description is uh, gives short shrift to um, uh, the damage done to the uprising. I don't think we ever needed an uprising. The other things that we have done to demonstrate that Chicago is back and resilient. We've been able to do this because we stood together. Here's Commissioner Dave Brown, Commissioner of the Police in Chicago. He's also had enough. We start this with the shooting in uh, the 7th District in Inglewood, uh, the Inglewood neighborhood. Uh, and uh, from that police-involved shooting uh, of the 20-year-old who shot at the officers first, a crowd began to grow and become a very intense uh, interaction between the police on the scene as we process the crime scene and, and the uh, officers there to... Um, make sure the crowd stayed uh, out of the crime scene. So that that grew. It grew, and then the they jumped in cars. We uh, come across a, a, a post on social media that uh, a caravan of cars being prompted to go to our downtown uh, to loot. Uh, within 15 minutes, we respond, and almost immediately the caravan is in our downtown area. So th- this is a 15, 30-minute window of intelligence information about potential looting uh, with caravans of cars going downtown. And our uh, response to sending 400-plus uh, officers, and I just want to emphasize, we made 400 arrests, I'm sorry, 100 arrests uh, of looters uh, for disorderly conduct, battery to officers, and, and theft, uh, along with several officers being injured, several officers being shot at. Caravans, um, a, a convoy of of violent uh, criminals, and I don't know how the cops can didn't deal with it. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just uh, tough. But entire caravans, we got to snap out of this thing, man. We have to snap out of this. We have to get to a to level to a place where we can think clearly about this, where we're not acting crazy. I understand the COVID. Stuff has made things more crazy. But Jesus, caravans. God, I wouldn't want that guy's job. Three in the morning, they're out there having to chase these violent robbers who are working away down the 
the Michigan Avenue, destroying the 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 jewels of the city. A city that desperately, like every other city, is going to need relief. It's going to need tourists to come back. Maybe the best city in this country, Chicago. It's either Chicago or New York. It's, but neither of them. I'm. Who the hell would go to New York now? These looters act as, as if there are no consequences to their behavior, and they base that on uh, what happened previously. That we made a lot of arrests during May and June, and not many of those cases were prosecuted to the fullest extent. And I think that's my point and the mayor's point. We have to have consequences for the None of them prosecuted to the fullest extent. Right. Now he's making sense. I'll shut up here and just let this guy talk. This is Commissioner Dave Brown of Chicago. Arrests that Chicago police officers make through great threat to their own safety. They're being shot at to make these arrests. And these looters, these thieves, these criminals are emboldened by no consequences in the criminal system. They get released. Many charges get dropped. And so they feel emboldened to do it more, do it more. It, that, that is not a, 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 you know, a consequence of the officers not making the arrest. The officers are making the arrest. The consequences are uh, once prosecution and sentencing comes up, there's no consequence. So we would, we would argue that let's have the criminal justice system here deliver a strong message to these criminals that there will be consequences for your behavior. Yeah, absolutely needed. Unfortunately, a little late to the party. I mean, the, the mayor, uh, the Portland mayor as well now is saying that, hey, this has to stop. Unfortunately, too many elected leaders invited this upon themselves. Remember the summer of love and chop? That dude was murdered and chop. A few people were shot and chop. People really died. All of this stuff, pulling back the police, defaming law enforcement, and encouraging, encouraging this bad behavior, it had consequences. You told them to come there and behave badly, and they did. Uh, don't, don't take it from me. Just go by what's been done. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to do your job for you, but just go by what's been done. There, was, there were no consequences for and, and, and the Craig, people arrested. Craig, let's be so this is, this is good because uh, it, the reporter essentially has asked, um, well, what are you basing it on that, um, that there were no consequences? So uh, Dave Brown answers him. And Lightfoot now is is angry. She steps up, and I actually kind of like this. Clear. I mean, and don't bait us, okay? This is no, no. Don't, don't, do not bait us. Don't, do not bait us. This is a serious situation. People are concerned about their safety. Officers are concerned about their safety. So don't bait us. What we're saying is, as a result of what happened last night, there have to be consequences. We've got teams of people that are aggressively out there identifying the people responsible, looking at the, the plates, and we're going to bring them to justice. But when we do, and we do make those arrests, our expectation is that this is going to be treated with the level of seriousness that it should be, period. Don't try to bait us, mischaracterize, pit one against the other. We're not playing that. We are in a serious situation here, and we need a serious response. That's what we're saying, period. She gives him. If you can find the audio, go ahead. I went through a bunch of this, uh, a bunch of this footage, but she gives him such an evil eye. It's, 
But there we go, you know, and I hope or maybe they've had this, you know, come to Jesus moment and a lot of these progressive mayors are seeing that they need to do something. But it wasn't always that way. Just a couple months ago uh, in Chicago, the neighborhoods were being, you know, destroyed and and uh, banks attacked and all sorts of cars destroyed, etc. And an alderman in Chicago named Lopez actually brought it up on a conference call with the mayor. <laughs> And listen to him. This is him berating the mayor, essentially, in this conference call, saying, hey, is that more like a Zoom meeting, hey, you know, get serious about this crap. They're coming after everything in the streets. Half our neighborhoods are already obliterated. It's too late. We have to come up with a better plan because once, my fear is, once we're, they're done looting and rioting and whatever's going to happen tonight, God help us, what happens when they start going after residents? going into the neighborhoods once they start trying to break down people's doors who they think they got something or you know we know that people are here to antagonize and incite and you've got them all pumped tonight today they're not going to go to bed at eight o'clock they're going to turn their focus in the neighborhoods i've got gangbangers with ak-47s walking around right now just waiting to settle some scores it's alderman lopez of chicago to which um laurie lightfoot had this response just a couple months ago I think you're 100% full of what I think. If you think... Well, we no were, offense, well, f*** you then. On, Who are you, you to tell we me I'm full of And if you think, if you think we were not ready and we stood by and let the neighborhood go up, there's nothing intelligent that I can say to you. Well, maybe you should come out of and see what's going on. the stupidest thing I have ever heard. I understand you want to preen. I understand that you think that you... Mayor, you need to check your f***ing attitude. <laughs> Good talk. Jesus. I think you're 100% full of s*** what I think. If you think well, f- we No offense, well, f*** you then. Who are you to tell me I'm full of And if you think, if you think we were not ready and we stood by and let the neighborhood go up, there's nothing intelligent that I can say to you. Well, maybe you should come out of and see what's going on. the stupidest thing I have ever heard. I understand you want to preen. I understand that you think that you... Mayor, you need to check your attitude <laughs> tell you one thing very exciting city council meeting i mean you don't see a lot of that wow if they're all like that but now you know she was the problem is is that even the july 4th weekend her priorities were not on the violence her priorities were on something very different i cannot make this any plainer we simply cannot have any large gatherings like we saw last weekend in our bars and restaurants. We've been very prudent in our approach. We haven't done what other states have done, which is just throw the barn door open and let people have at it. That's not the approach that we've taken. And we've seen when that approach has happened, what the consequences are. Cases all over the country on fire. Business owners, your fate is in your hands. I don't want to have to shut you down, but if you make me, I will. Here you go. That's right. It was on you. Get better, jerks. Get better. It was about people, business, the law-abiding people who just wanted to save their livelihoods and get out and be social and live like human beings again. They were castigated, called every name in the book, terrible, we will shut you down. How dare you? Lightfoot herself this weekend closed down a beach in Chicago because... It was full of people having fun. Close on a beach. 
How about we reprioritize? But they thought that the protests were just fantastic. Those were great. So in Chicago, uh, Lightfoot is yelling at people. Massachusetts, Charlie Baker yells at people. We're announcing the creation of a COVID enforcement and intervention team. This team will be charged with two main tasks, ramping up enforcement in key communities and coordinating local intervention efforts at the local level in high-risk communities. The COVID enforcement and intervention team will take several steps to address the spread of COVID-19 working with our colleagues again, in many cases, in local government. First, on the statewide enforcement piece, MEMA and the Executive Office of Public Safety and Security will bring together multiple state agencies to coordinate our efforts. This team will coordinate an increased enforcement effort across the state to ensure businesses and residents are aware of and are following the COVID-19 orders. By authorizing state and local police to enforce these orders, we can not only increase the number of people who will be out there and able to enforce these measures, but also ensure... Enforcing the measures. Not so much enforced when it was all, you know, bad behavior in the streets. I'm sick of just saying the same thing every time. I'm, I'm just sick of it. I'm glad the president did not get hurt or anybody else get hurt in, um, in the White House today. That is scary stuff. We've got enough crap going on. I, uh, I am, I, you know, my own, my own job is very busy. Your own job is very busy. I'm sure. I'm sure. But, um, here's my feeling on this at the end of the day and I, this is going to be a shorter podcast i just have i've got other it'll be it'll be longer as well i've just i've got a lot a lot of other things going on that i can tell you about at some point but um and so my mind is i'm not i my mind is so my mind is all over the place and scrambled and it, uh, I've got, there's a, just a thousand things going on. It's not your problem. Not your problem. That said, you know, I was not going to do a daily podcast to begin with, but, uh, but I love it. And you've been great. You've been great. So I will, I will, um, be right back. I will talk to you. We will talk to you, uh, tomorrow about all the stuff and figure the rest of it out. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.